1: And mighty wind, the Holy Ghost begin to be poured out upon all men. Hmm, hmm, hmm. This is it, spoken, spoken by the prophet Joel. This is it, spoken, spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saying, Lord. Should said they've had too much to drink. Mm-hmm. Peter said his men are not drunk, as she suppose he commenced the preaching, and the well began to flow. They caught up in and and what shall we do? Repent and be baptized, every one of you. Ah, 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 this feeling. Talk pop and joe. Said Lord, Hey, it's been two thousand years And the wind's still blowing The rain's still falling And the well still flowing The promise has an ended. you can't dispute the facts The fire's still burning Just like the book of Acts He fills you with the spirit You will speak with other tongues That's still the way That the Holy Ghost comes Ha, 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 ha This is it I spoken by the prophet Joe.
2: Radio Show, good to have you with us tonight. You are listening to a live broadcast, so if you're listening online, um, you need to know that, and you can be part of this program. We've got people texting already. Good to have everybody that's listening. Um, we, are, we want you to text us, we want you to email us during the program. Again, this is Pastor Bob Simons, the Tell It Like It Is radio show broadcasting from Dickinson, North Dakota, live from the studios of KDIX, and that's an AM station right here in town, and also online on Holy Ghost Radio, Channel 2, and KDIX.net. And so we want you to text us, 701-290-7862, and and then also um, you can uh, email me at robertsimons fifty eight at gmail.com somebody said there's no sound there's no sound the show's on no sound my friend i don't know who's talking to me here but uh if you're listening online uh text me tonight make sure it's working on the uh holy ghost radio channel Two or the uh kdix.net the um Somebody just texted. Michael said, "Tell it like it is." Okay, I'll do that tonight. Tell—I got the uh, in, in the studio tonight with me. I have uh, Abe running the controls. I've got Jonathan here, just making sure that I'm doctrinally correct, and uh, and so um, between the two of them, we should be able to do pretty good. Brought my guitar in the studio tonight. I feel like playing a song, so I'm going to do it, and um, I'll play maybe I'll play one I wrote, and I haven't sang this song for a long time, so if I forgot the words. I'll have to make them up, and uh, but you won't know it anyway because I wrote the song. Again you're listening to the Tell It Like It Is a radio show live and it's August let's see what is it August 19th 2018 If you're going to call him lord he's got the right to say no to the things you want to do And the places you go The Lord don't want to play games With your Christianity He won't walk with you long Unless with Him you'll agree Can two walk together Unless they be agreed And how long can one The Holy Spirit grieve so choose you this day, whom you will serve, the Lord or this world, the decision must be yours. I will walk within my house with a perfect heart, I will set no evil thing before my eyes, like a TV set, <laughs> Hollywood He's calling us to holiness On the inside and the out He's more concerned about the way we live Than how we dance and shout Can two walk together Unless they be agreed How long can one The Holy Spirit grieve So choose you this day Whom you will serve The Lord or this world The decision must be yours It's time to take a stand In the power of His might For we wrestle not against flesh and blood But it's the darkness we fight So set your face like a flint Get your feet on that rock Cause there's power in the blood And in the name of our God Can two walk together Unless they be agreed And how long can one The Holy Spirit grieve So choose you this day Whom you will serve The Lord or this world The decision must be yours Better choose the Lord. Song's called Amos 3.3. It says, can two walk together except they be agreed? Pastor Bob the Tell It Like It Is radio show. And I'm glad that you are listening tonight. I'm thankful for all the texting. So far, again, if you want to be part of this live broadcast, 701-290-7862 and uh, boy we got i 'll read them here after a little while i won 't read them just now, but all the people that are listening tonight thank you so much and uh, just uh, see if i 'm just going through see if I got some new listeners tonight i haven 't even looked at the emails yet, but it uh, 's working on now on holy ghost radio it wasn 't on before apparently tonight uh i 'm going to get right into this probably, but somewhat of a hard hitting program uh you heard the news that came on just before the uh, before I started if you're listening live here on the um, on the AM station about uh, some of these ministers in different places in the country especially Pennsylvania uh, have been um, uh, you know involved with some terrible things it sounds like um, and I'm not going to bash the uh, Catholic Church tonight that's not my intention and um, and I will also say I'm sure there are many Catholic priests that are very very sincere and um, are just as Bothered by some of these things as all the rest of us are, but I want to just talk about a topic, and I want to I want to use part of this just to show you how when churches and when people begin to make up things and put them in as doctrines and teachings, how it can go so haywire. And I'll get to my point here in just a minute, or to to the topic in a minute. But for instance, this idea that ministers are should not marry. Or be married like in the Catholic church that 's ridiculous uh, i 'll say it again that 's not biblical it 's not normal uh, it's not natural and uh, and I feel sorry for these priests that have dedicated their lives to to this to their ministry and have said no to being married when there's nothing in the Bible that promotes that, nothing. The Apostle Paul was a single man. But Peter, who the Catholic Church says was their first pope, was married. And Peter, uh, not only was he married, not only do we find that in the Bible that he was married, Jesus prayed for his mother-in-law. We also find later where Paul said, I would have a right to get married just like Peter does. Peter's married, and he takes his wife with him on his missionary journeys. It says that right in the Scripture. And um, And so I'm going to use that just to talk about... How messed up people can get when they bypass what god's word says and they start making it up as they go and um and how how um in this particular case i'm sure that's not the only thing that the problem is but i'm I know it's part of the problem and um and tonight, if you want to text me and here again i'm not hopefully i'm not angering too many people here at at yet i want you i don't want you to shut me off I want you to listen to me. But uh, the idea that the ministry cannot marry is so foreign to the New Testament church that that it's um, like you could never come up with it by reading the Bible ever. The Bible said, "He that findeth a wife findeth a good thing." First um, Timothy chapter three and verse two, two. What does it say, Abe? You better turn your mic on. First Timothy three and two says something like, "What?" Go ahead and read it
3: a bishop then must be blameless the husband of one wife vigilant sober of good behavior given to hospitality apt to teach so it says right there
2: in the bible that a bishop and that's talking about a pastor or a church elder should be can be married to one wife and so um and so you know I and here again this is not my topic tonight but but it's it's important that we understand that people changed what the Bible clearly teaches, that a bishop can be married to one wife, uh, the, that uh, we read about Peter himself was married. We read, um, we read that First um, Timothy 4, 1 through 3, what does it say, Abe?
3: Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. So here the Apostle Paul said that there's going to come a time
2: when they're going to be forbidding people to marry. And so he warned against it. And uh, I don't know if the Pope's listening tonight over at the Vatican, but Pope Francis, if you're listening, you guys need to change this idea that that ministers can't marry. Because Peter was married, and the Bible teaches it over and over and over and over again. And so this dumb rule has caused a lot of misery and has something to do with some of what's going on here. Uh, And here again, I'm not, please don't think that I'm, taking pot shots at the Catholic Church. I'm not. But I'm using that and to just bring to your attention how dangerous it is that we make up rules about God's church and we claim that God did it when he didn't. Tonight I want to start out in the book of Exodus. I got a lot of people texting me tonight and I am excited about reading. I got 18 of them sitting here that I haven't read. Exodus thirty two one through six and, and you'll see how how I'm going to get to my topic through this. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods which go before us. For this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. We don't know what's happened to him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings, Earrings which were in their ears, and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand, and he fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, okay, so he got this, folks. Aaron made a golden calf. And he said, these be the gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw, saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Okay, so here Aaron, Moses' brother, was made a golden calf, contrary to what God said, because God doesn't want any type of images used in, in worship, you know, any type of thing like that. And then here's the diabolical part. He mixed, like he wasn't changing their religion. He was changing he said, this calf is Jehovah. That's what he said. But that calf was not Jehovah. See, we are living, There are, we don't really want to change gods, but people want to change God. We're not wanting to go to a different God. We're just wanting God to be different. And tonight my broadcast is about how people have over the years, over the centuries, how religious groups have changed the the clear, easy to understand truth of the Bible and turned it into something completely different, but still claimed that it's the Lord. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862.
4: Man, preacher, man, don't tell me no lies That believe and you're saved The junk which comes televised That fable may make money To the fornicating jimmies But the message of salvation Is the one that you should give me Tell it like it is Tell it like it is I do not want to go to hell So tell it like it is Tell it like it is Tell it like it is I do not want to go to hell So tell it like it is Told me I was saved when I ate the dough god host But I've seen in the Bible that I need the Holy Ghost They said that I could get it with a tap on the head But first I've got to die so God can raise me from the dead Tell it like it is, tell it like it is I do not want to go to hell, so tell tell it like it is Tell it like it is, tell it like it is I do not want to go to hell, so tell it like it is The priest and the prophet have erred through strong drink. They are swallowed up of wine. They err in vision, they stumble in judgment. For all tables are full of vomit and filthiness, so that there is no place clean. Don't tell me that I'm fine and should put away my fears. I bought that lie before, it only goochy pooped my ears. It's hypocrisy so thick. That now I want to puke it. And I'm sorry, my friend, if that offends your hermeneutic. Tell it like it is, tell it like it is. I do not want to go to hell, so tell it like it is. Tell it like it is, tell it like it is. I do not want to go to hell, so tell it like it is. Tell it like it is, tell it like it is. I do not want to go to hell, so tell it like it is. Tell it like it is, tell it like it is. I do not want to go to hell, so tell it like it is. Tell it like it is, tell it like it is. I do not want to go to hell, so tell
2: it like it is. Wow. Tell it like it is. We have got a lot of people listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show tonight. I hesitate to begin to try to name them all, but it's good to have Michael listening. Good to have Sky, Rose, and Paisley listening. Good to have Philip listening. Good to have... Um, Ben and Michaela listening from that uh, Grafton area. The um, Schuler's listening up that way. We've got Ron listening in the Beulah area, and um, we've got uh, we've got somebody listening in St. Cloud, Our brother Danny listening out in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh, just a lot of different people listening tonight. We've got Sarah Woods listening in Beulah. I know that girl. Another girl named Sierra listening down in Arizona. Brother Duran had a glitch. That's why Holy Ghost Radio wasn't working for a while. The uh, We're talking about this idea of changing the truth. And what right does anybody have to change what the Bible teaches? What right do we have? We don't have any right. Mark chapter 7, verses 6 through 9. Jesus said, Well hath Isaiah the prophet, well hath isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites as it is written this people honoreth me with their lips but their heart is far from me how be it in vain do they worship me teaching for doctrines the commandments of men for laying aside the commandments of god you hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such things as you do And he said unto them, full well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition. You know, this this is kind of where I'm going tonight. In fact, this is exactly where I'm going. That religion has replaced the truth of God's word with a bunch of extra stuff. And a bunch of stuff that's not only not important, but it's not correct. And I'm going to highlight some of those things tonight. I started out the program by highlighting one of them, that there's a giant uh, church, a worldwide church, that says they're a Christian church that forbids their ministry, their pastors, and their leaders to marry. And I'm going to say it again, and I'm I'm going to say it. I mean, I'm not attacking the sincerity of Catholic people but that particular rule is is not only dumb but it's against the bible that's i don't know how in the world that thing ever got in there well i do kind of know but i'm not i don't want to go into it tonight it's too long but but when when i read that the that the apostle paul who happened to be a single man gave credentials her he gave requirements for the ministry and he said a bishop should be the husband of one wife. Right there, we read that that teaching that that a a pastor or a bishop cannot be married is erroneous. And because of that, there has been a huge amount of fallout over the years. And but there is more than that, a lot more than that. You know, um, there is, uh, you know, in Jude verse, let's see. Abe, I don't know where, to, where, where for you to start in Jude. Maybe start in Jude verse 1 and uh, and read, and I'll stop you and start you again, but just start in in Jude verse 1.
3: Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, a brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave dil- all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation.
2: Okay, I'm going to stop Abe right there. Jude said that he was writing to these people of the common salvation. Back in those days, everybody knew what the apostles preached and taught. And Jude called it the common salvation. This is the this is the original uh, teachings of the apostles. This is what we have in the Bible. This is what we have starting in the book of Acts. Uh, We have the teachings of the apostles, the actions of the apostles, then the letters that they wrote after Acts, starting in Romans. And so Jude said that I wanted to write to you of the common salvation. Okay, Abe, go ahead and back up to that point and start reading again.
3: It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Jude
2: said that we need to earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. The original copy of the of the gospel, which we have in the Bible, we need to earnestly contend for this. That doesn't need to be changed. It doesn't need to be added to. It doesn't need to have anything done to it. And the word earnestly and the word contend put together show me that this is something that Jude said, And, and the other gospel writers and the other writers of the New Testament also said that we have to fight for. We have to contend for it. Uh, there, we don't have, nobody has a right to change what the apostles taught and believed. Nobody does. And so Jude said we have to earnestly contend for what? The faith that was once delivered to the saints. That's what the, that's the stuff folks that we have in the New Testament. This is what we have in our Bible. We know we don't have to go back to a creed in the 3rd century, a creed in the 4th century, a creed in the 6th century. We don't have to go back to those things. We need to go clear back to what the apostles taught. Keep reading.
3: For there are certain men crept in unawares, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, turning the grace of God Of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ.
2: And so here Jude was saying that there, even in his day, there were people that were creeping in to the church and trying to change the teachings. Um, You know, this, I'm done in Jude there, but this this uh, this is what this program is about tonight. We have no right we have no authority to change the teachings of the Bible. Uh, Some of these groups, uh, like the Mormons, they just printed out another book. You know, they got another book going because they want extra stuff in the Bible. You've got the Jehovah Witnesses couldn't find what they believed in the Bible, so they printed their own version of the Bible. It's called the New World Translation. You see what we need to do is we need to take the Bible and not change the Bible to fit our views. We need to change our views to fit the Bible. Here again, people want to call, they want to say they live for Jesus, but they're living for a different Jesus. And that's a huge problem. The Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 20, I'm going to read this myself, Abe. But in Acts chapter 20, he was he was getting ready to leave the church in Ephesus, and he was saying goodbye, and he was giving them a warning. He said uh, in Acts or twenty and verse twenty five, he said, he starts out, he said, Now behold, I know that you all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Paul's leaving. Wherefore, I take to you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. Paul was saying, I haven't hurt anybody here. Verse 27, for I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. So Paul didn't just preach part of the counsel of God, he preached all the counsel of God. Verse 28, take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. Now notice start noticing in verse 29 of Acts 20. For I know this that after my departing shall grievous grievous wolves enter in among you not sparing the flock. Also of yourselves shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch And remember that by the space of three years, I ceased not to warn everyone night and day with tears. I'm going to stop there. But Paul was telling the church in Ephesus that I have spent the last three years here warning you there are going to be people trying to change this thing. And this Uh, and, and he said, I did it with tears. He was, he was concerned about it. Let me tell you, if you're, if you're just kind of ho-humming what I'm talking about tonight and kind of yawning and say, well, pastor Bob, the Pentecostals think this and we think that and the other denominator, no, it matters what you believe. We've got to believe the Bible and we got to get all this other stuff out of it. You know, there, there is, um, uh you know, a hey, hey, play a play a song. I might only let you play part of a song. I'm going to read these texts, but I want to get right I'm going to I'm going to give you like four instances of things that have been changed. And I want I want you to just notice these things and how there is no scriptural authority for this.
4: Step was up I said, how can I, except some man should guide me.
2: All right, Abe. All right, good. I didn't really get him in a headlock. You're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Tonight we're talking about people that want to change the truth of God's word. Um, You know, I I said it earlier, uh, there are people that don't want to change gods, they just want to change God. Uh, There's people that they don't want to go to a different God, they just want God to be different. And so they say, well, God says this. I know that uh, tonight the um my point I made to start with about this about why the Catholic Church will not let ministers, pastors, bishops be married uh if anybody has got a reason why that should be like that you need to let me know because you got a whole bible that goes against it and uh something's got to be changed there I was I was visiting with a a Catholic priest several years ago at a wedding. And he and I got into a discussion on this. And I told him, I said, man, Peter was married. And you guys say he was the first pope. And he goes, well, Paul wasn't married. I go, I know he wasn't, but Paul didn't forbid anybody to marry. Anyway, he and I had a very nice visit, and we left on friendly terms. But I found out a few weeks after we talked, he quit being a priest. And I don't know maybe he heard what I said because there's nothing wrong with being married as a minister. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's biblical. But what other areas have people changed? Well, there's a lot of them. Let's let's start out with let's start out with baptism. You know um the um I know that um I I know that what the Bible teaches about baptism, let's just start with the word itself. The word baptism means to immerse. That's what the Greek word means, baptizo. It means to immerse. Baptism in the Bible was always by immersion. Always. Uh, there's another Greek word for sprinkling, and it's called rantizo. That's never used when, when somebody's being baptized. And so baptism, the apostles believed in baptism. And they baptized, they didn't baptize babies, they baptized people that were old enough to make a decision to give their life to Jesus. Why in the world would anybody change that? How in the world does anybody have the authority to change that? Like if you're going to a church right now that sprinkles infants and calls it baptism, that's like, uh, that's like me, um, Calling my uh, my house a uh, cathedral or something. <laughs> I mean, you can call it whatever you want, but that's not what it is. There is no authority for anybody. You can look it up anywhere. I'll tell you what. Look at any. Look up. Any, look in an encyclopedia. Look it up anywhere. The Catholic Encyclopedia says baptism was always done by immersion in the early church. It wasn't changed until sprinkling, till uh, uh, really three hundred years after the apostles died. Children were never baptized in the church ever in the in the original church. You see, how did this change? Well, people say, "Well, Pastor Bob, you know, baptism's not important anyway." Who told you that? I mean, all through the Bible. I mean, there was a guy, Peter, or excuse me, Paul was in prison. This guard tried to kill himself, and Paul said, do thyself no harm, he preached Jesus to him, and the Bible said in the middle of the night he baptized this guy. You see, baptism's important, but just because you call something baptism doesn't make it baptism. Jesus said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And so the, one of the prerequisites for being baptized is you've got to believe first. And a little baby doesn't believe. Uh, this is maybe hard-hitting, and maybe to you listening to Holy Ghost Radio, it doesn't seem hard-hitting, but I'm telling you, the audience where I'm from, this is pretty hard-hitting stuff. But I didn't start doing this radio show to, to uh, I'm not a politician, i got a son that is. But I'm not. I'm not a politician. I'm not trying to get your vote. I'm not. Neither am I trying to make, just make you upset. But I'm telling you, men had no authority to change baptism into sprinkling. They had no authority to do that. And they had no authority to start baptizing infants. When it, the, the Bible teaches specifically about baptism over and over and over again. So by what authority was it changed? you know um there is there is a uh you know these are the things that um that that uh are bothersome to me that people don't read their bibles and they don't realize you know uh you look at you look at all the and i still um you know anybody that wants to any I'm giving out my cell number this whole broadcast seven o one two nine zero seven eight six two any any pastor here in Dickinson, North Dakota, you want to be on the air with me and debate me on baptism. I'm fine with that because we're going to end up at the same place. The early church always baptized by immersion in the name of jesus matthew twenty eight nineteen Jesus said baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. We know that Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. And even if they were, Jesus didn't say in the names of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. He said, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That's why in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of, of sins you see we have no authority to change baptism uh, you know I, if you're tuning in late I started out this broadcast and I'm getting people texting me about this tonight uh, about you know we the church people men had no authority to change that ministers should not marry zero authority the um you know there there is a uh, and and I'm not going to just keep talking about that over and over and over again, but it's just another example of when we try to mess with the original plan. What what Abe was reading earlier, the common salvation, earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. I was at a funeral a few years ago in a church in this area. And a lady, they were putting on a lunch, and a lady there, and and here again, I, you know, they, this lady found out I was a pastor, and she was very sarcastic. She said, How old is the church organization that you belong to? Well, I know the one that she belongs to dates itself back to about 800 AD. And I looked at her, and I said, The one that I belong to, we go back to the day of Pentecost because we believe the same thing that that the church believed back then the reason the reason this broadcast to tell it like it is broadcast the reason we quote acts 238 all the time is because in that verse it specifically tells when people asked peter and the rest of the apostles men and brothers what shall we do peter said unto them repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You see, we have no authority to change that. That's what salvation is. And many over the centuries, there have been many things that people have tried to change. Here again, I I started on my broadcast reading a scripture where... Aaron made a golden calf and said, "This is the Jehovah that brought us out of Egypt. These be the gods. This is the Jehovah. This tomorrow we're going to have a holy feast to the Lord. That word Lord there is Jehovah. They were going to try to make the golden calf into Jehovah. You'll never make a gold, You'll never turn Jehovah into a golden calf. But that's what religion does." They they name a golden calf Jehovah and try to get everybody to believe that's who he is. I mean, uh, where in the world do you find in the Bible that we're supposed to pray to dead saints? Where is that found in the Bible? Nowhere. I mean, like, you're supposed to pray to God. That's who you're supposed to pray to. You're not supposed to pray to Mary. You're not supposed to pray to dead saints. Tonight, I know that there are people that are probably getting upset with me. Don't get upset with me. Get upset with people that centuries ago began to change the truth. I'm not making anything I'm up I'm up I'm saying up here. But there is no church council that has a right to change the Bible. There is no creed that has a right. There is no uh there is no king that has a right you can either agree with the Bible and be right, you can disagree with it and be wrong, but don't change it. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the idea. You know what? Finish the rest of that song. You guys still got that song queued up. Uh, he's not, I'm not letting I'm getting Abe in headlocks here. Got Johnny and Jonathan in the studio, Abe in the studio. Good to have the Deeds is listening tonight, and the rest of you.
4: The Eternal Father of the Old Testament said, I am Jesus, whom you persecute. Arise, go into the city, it shall be told thee what thou must do. And whom ye ignorantly worship him declare I unto For the remission of sins I heard I had to rise To walk in unison of life Receive the Holy Ghost Speak it in other tongues I heard the word I heard the word
2: When you hear the word you got to do something with it Tonight I'm trying to cut through Your denomination Your religion Um Being saved is not just belonging to a group of people. Being saved is believing and obeying the plan of salvation that's found in the Scripture. That's what being saved is. Being saved is not coming to the New Life Pentecostal Church. Now, we want you to come, and I don't make any bones about it. Um, We want you to be there. 501 Elks Drive uh, we've just moved into a new building we got some room now again and we're going to fill that up but in Galatians and I, I uh, don't have it right in front of me here but maybe, maybe Abe can find it Galatians I think it's where he talks about if I are an angel from heaven why don't you find that for me and get ready to read it but we have no right to change the church You know, the greatest commandment, Jesus was asked one time, what's the first of all commandments? Mark chapter 12. And Jesus started out by saying this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And then he said, The greatest commandment is to love that God with everything you got. God has always been one. God is not three persons never has been never will be you can't just make up persons in the Godhead the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 8 and 6 for unto us there is but one God even the Father there's only one God Jesus walked on this earth he was the word of God made flesh He was the image of the invisible Father. The Holy Spirit and the Father are the same person, because God is a spirit. The Father is a spirit, and the Father is the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is the visible image of the Father. That's who he is. There's only one God. That's it. That's all. The word Trinity is not found in the Bible. Never Not one place. That doctrine was made up centuries after the apostles were dead. We have no right to make up persons in the Godhead. The one true God, the Father, in Isaiah said, I created the world all by myself. I was all alone. Over and over in Isaiah The Father, that's who God is, said, beside me there is no other God. There is no Savior. That's why Jesus isn't a separate person in the Godhead. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 9 says, All the fullness of the Godhead dwelleth bodily in him, in Jesus. When you get to heaven, there's going to be one throne. And there's only going to be one seated on the throne. And if you study it out, the one seated on the throne in heaven will be Jesus himself. You see, these these uh, things that I'm telling you today are people over the years making a golden calf and naming it Jehovah. You can name your golden calf Jehovah all you want to, but it's not going to be Jehovah. You got that in Galatians? Go ahead and start reading it.
3: But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But through, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than... That ye have received, let him be accursed.
2: Okay, just stop right there. Paul said three things here. He repeated himself, but he said three things. He said, if we, so Paul said, if if we come back, like Paul, if I come back preaching a different gospel, let me be accursed. He said, if an angel comes and preaches any other gospel, let him be accursed. I think Joseph Smith might have saw an angel. But it wasn't an angel from God, it was one of those other ones. If an angel comes and tells you something different, let him be accursed. And then Paul said, and if any man, anybody, comes and preaches a different gospel, let him be accursed. You see, the gospel that Paul preached is the gospel. It it doesn't need to be modified, it doesn't need to be changed, it doesn't need to be updated. It really doesn't. And this is the problem. This is what's what is the issue. Now there is um, there there there's a reason. I just mentioned a few things that the the religious world has changed, but God's will in our life, He wants to to live His will out in our life. He really does. He uh, God. The will, but why is the will of God not being worked out in the lives of people? Because some of it is because there are many versions of truth and God. You know, when I, if I, if I back up to baptism again, I had somebody tell me one time and they said, well, your form of baptism was good for you and my form of baptism was good for me. And I told this person, this is many, many years ago, it was a relative of mine. I said, let, let's get this straight. I said you could be right about baptism or I could be right about baptism or we could both be wrong about baptism. But I'll tell you what is true is that we're not both right. And and this is why there are so many people that do not, are not living the will of God on. Now if you're listening to this program and you think that I'm saying that you've got to agree with Pastor Bob to be right, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is We need to agree with what the Bible says to be right. See, today there are many versions of truth and of God, but there's only one true one. And the problem lies in spiritual deceit, traditional deceit, and self-deceit. Those are the three areas. That's where the problem lies. Spiritual deceit, the devil's a liar. He's always been a mixer of truth and half-truth truth and lies. Jesus said about the devil, he said he's the he's a liar and the father of it. That's what Jesus said. Satan wants you to be confused. Satan wants you to be deceived. He he wants you to be mixed up. Second Timothy 2.25 says, In meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God, peradventure, would give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. What is Satan's will? To destroy us. Jesus said that this thief has come to kill, steal, destroy. He wants to have you. He wants to have his way with you. That's what Jesus told uh, Simon Peter, he said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you. The devil's a liar, and there is a spiritual deceit out there that is that causes people to be lost. There's also, also a traditional deceit. Uh, this is what I've been talking about tonight. You said my... Mom and dad believe this. My grandpa and grandma believe this. Good enough for me. Well, you know what, folks? It's not good enough for me. We've got to go back to the beginning. John, in his letter, in Second John, <coughs> verses 9 and 10, he said this, Whoso transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God speed. What is that saying? It's saying, John says, that what we preach and taught to you, if somebody's changing it or preaching something else, don't get on board with that. the doctrine of christ he said he said if they're not preaching the doctrine of christ don't have anything don't back them up <clears throat> what is the doctrine of christ well hebrews tells us that doctrine of christ hebrews 6 verses 1 and 2 is repentance faith towards god doctrine of baptism baptism watered baptism of the spirit laying on of hands resurrection of the dead eternal judgment well I'm going to have Abe give out some information, which we have not done the whole program. We haven't invited anybody to church. We haven't done anything, Abe. So you better do a good job.
3: Well, this is Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast, and we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church um, here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And uh, our address is 501 Elks Drive. You can come visit us Sunday morning. There's Sunday school at 10 o'clock a.m. And then at 11 o'clock, there's a worship service, and that's, a.m. right after the Sunday school. There's, there's a Sunday school for the kids. Um, I think next week is the last children's church, and or this week, I guess this next week. But everybody is welcome for that. And on Wednesday night, we have a worship service at 7.30 p.m. as well. And we'd love for you to have us, or have you come join us in worship. And... If you would like to get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons, you can call or text him. His cell phone number is seven oh one two nine zero seven eight six two or you can email him. His email is Robert Simons fifty eight at gmail dot com. If you're from Beach, there's a beach service or there's a Pentecostal service in Beach at the Beach Community Center every Tuesday night and that's at 7.30 p.m., and that's every Tuesday night. If you're from Bowman, um, you can go to a Pentecostal service in Bowman. That's every Thursday night at 7.30 as well. This is a Tell It Like It Is broadcast.
2: And um, just letting you guys know that this Thursday night here in Dickinson, we have a children's evangelist here, too, at 7.30. It's going to be a special service. Their last name is Borlick. And they're going to be here um, doing a children's uh, crusade one night, Thursday night. That's at 501 Elks Drive. And so if you have any questions, um, that number that Abe's been giving out all night is the right number to get a hold of me, 290-7862. So thankful for all the communication tonight. A lot of texting, a um, little bit of emailing, <coughs> but just glad to have everybody listening tonight. And I know um, somewhat of a hard-hitting program. But the, um, uh, tonight I, I just want to say, it's so important that we know the truth. It's so important that we live the truth. So important that we find it. It's up to us to find it. Something this important, we really can't just go by somebody else. It, this is not, you know, I, I years ago, I got I'm running out of time, but years ago I was a brand new Christian and I was on a, I was on a bus with some college guys and, um. Uh, and, and um, there was a guy that I was talking to about Jesus. And uh, and this guy was really excited. I said, do you believe everything I'm telling you? He goes, I do. I said, does it sound right to you? He said, it does. And I looked at him and said, you're a fool. He goes, I'm a fool? I said, yeah, you're a fool. We don't have a Bible open. We haven't looked into the Bible. You just believe in everything I'm telling you. I said, we better get the Bible and look into that. <clears throat> I feel the same way today. The only authority I have is the Bible itself. And start in your New Testament. Start reading it. Start, uh, you got Ask God for direction. And God will show you. Break out of some of these traditional ideas that you've got and just start reading the Bible. And I believe he'll show you the truth. I'm going end to end, end this program tonight with just a little song, a little chorus I wrote a long, long time ago. Lord you are were my creator Lord you are my savior And Lord you are the reason that I sing Oh Lord you become My everything Lord, you were my creator And Lord, you are my savior Lord, you are the reason that I sing Oh Lord, you become my everything, you're my everything, you're my everything, you're my everything. Lord Jesus, tonight I just pray that you'll help those that are listening. God, I pray especially about the areas of the new birth, Lord, that you'll help them to see, to understand, and to obey it. Just pray for them in the name of Jesus. God bless you, folks. Thank you for listening. Another Tell It Like It Is radio show. God, next week, Lord willing, at 8.06 Mountain Time, I'll be back. Till then, good night.